You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the first episode of the cult movie Cantina. The Cantina is open. Huzzah! <laughs> Y'all seem excited. We have it's like a no, bar with alcohol and movies, movies and like and like a church. Should we be like quiet? I don't know. You should be. Start playing some music or something. Well, the music was playing before we got here, so. Are we? Uh, no, that's a circus. <laughs> some churches are like a circus. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I am your host, your Native American pop culture spirit guide and keeper of the sarcoidosis, Scotty. And I am got my co-hosts. All right, I am your facilitator of fun and also the lady of libations, Stephanie. I have yet to get a cool name. She hasn't earned one. I haven't. I know. I know. It's gonna come. So she's our neophyte. So I'm Justina. <laughs> Justina, our neophyte. Okay, cool. I don't want that to stick, though, guys. I'm gonna get another name. Well, they, yeah, the, the neophytes don't stick. stick. Yeah, okay, you have to good. ascend levels. Okay, cool. You have to earn the next yes. level. Get my badges. <laughs> Get your badges. That's it. So, um, our first movie is a classic cult film, and we picked it because there's a remake of it coming out very, very soon, and we thought it would be fun to do it. So, we've done the 1988 version of Child's Play. Everyone has a birthday they'll always remember. Can we open my presents now, Mommy? A good guy! I knew it! Hi, <laughs> I'm Chucky. He's something, isn't he? This is Andy's. Time for bed, Andy. Good night, baby. Good night, Aunt Maggie. Good night, Chucky. Everyone knows most accidents happen at home. How did that happen? This is no accident. Andy! I'm Detective Mike Norris. Homicide. Andy! Miss Peterson's dead, Miss Barclay. She fell from the kitchen window. Someone's moved in with the Barclay family. And so has terror. Nobody believes you about Chucky. Came alive in my hand. I, I, I. Oh, for God's sake! Why won't you believe? Because I'm sane, Mrs. Barkley. Sane and rational. No one believes the truth. <laughs> or lives to tell it. There's nothing nice about murder. There's nothing innocent about child's play. Dun, dun, dun. Which is about Chucky. <laughs> I didn't realize that, so that was new for me. <laughs> I This is one of those movies that I would have bet money that I had seen it already. And I have not. I mean, the other night was the first time I have ever watched this movie. I just thought I had seen it. I'm glad we're on the same page this time. That's new. Um, Charles, I, I did know about Chucky though. No, I, I knew <laughs> Chucky. You, Chucky is an icon. I mean, you. But I mean, like the image popped up and I went, "Oh, hey, it's Chucky!" Like this is about Chucky. <laughs> That's what that means. Um, Charles Play came out in 1988. Was directed by Tom Holland, who. Uh, Directed a lot of things and wrote a lot of things, including Fright Night. Is his big not one? Not the Spider Man. No, not the Spider Man. Huh, he's okay. not. He's not the little Tom Holland. He's the older <laughs> Tom Holland. Uh, it was written by Don Mancini. Don Mancini pretty much has built his career on making Chucky movies. That's what he's written, and he's um, been living off Chucky mo- uh, Chucky movie money. The film stars Catherine Hicks as Karen Barkley, 
the mother. Chris Sarandon as Mike Norris. Chris Sarandon we also know as uh, Prince Humperdinck from The Princess Bride. Oh, I know him from Fright Night. Oh, he's also in Fright Night. That's how he got into this film. I didn't know him at all. <laughs> I have just met him. Uh, Alex Vincent is uh, Andy Barkley. Uh, Brad Dorff is Charles Lee Ray and the voice of Chucky. And Dinah Manoff is the best friend, Maggie. And so a quick synopsis of this film before we get into it. Serial killer Charles Lee Ray is being chased by Detective Mike Norris. After being mortally wounded, Ray uses voodoo to transfer his spirit into a doll. The doll is bought by a single mother to give her to her son on his birthday. And a series of murders happen as the killer tries to find his way to free himself from his plastic body. Dun, dun, dun. I appreciate the way you said that. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. It's a quick synopsis. I figured we'd just talk about the rest. So, first impressions. So we're talking about like the first scene? No, no. What do you want to talk about? Oh, for the whole, okay. Yeah, I got some thoughts on the first scene. This has <laughs> to be the stupidest movie I think I've ever seen. Oh, you've, um, you've seen dumber movies. You had yeah, to. Yeah, well, I don't know. Oh. Did you or did you not watch Prince of Darkness? Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, okay. Prince of Darkness okay. was dumber than this. Uh, uh, but I, no. <laughs> but I enjoyed Prince of Darkness more because I liked What's Her Face with the glasses that cracked me up through the whole thing. Um, I was... I was shocked that it was not even remotely scary. Well, I mean, it's a 30-year-old movie. <laughs> I'm not going to say that it wasn't scary. Okay. I will. Okay. No, you know what? Now that you say that, I was not scared. No, but. Uh, no, I just wasn't scared. You're right. You're right. It wasn't scary. Like I just well, I wasn't that. scared either. Again, it's a 30 year old horror film. It's like there's not a lot of horror films that scare me, but I can I can see where it could be scary back then. I think most of my my feelings towards the film were just like, that's a doll. How did you let it bite your neck? Like I have a small child. She's not getting close to my neck. Like, well, that's my thing. This doll weighs. What a couple of pounds, probably, because the kid was carrying it. So the doll—I don't even think the doll. Probably, I mean, I don't think those dolls weigh that much, right? Well, probably a couple of pounds with the plastic. I mean, it's a big he doll. He's plastic. He's plastic. He's plastic. Yeah. But and these people are letting this little two-pound doll take him out, which is bizarre. I, I don't get. I would take the doll by the feet and just kind of bang him up against the walls <laughs> and stuff. You know, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't either. I really don't. Um, but it, it is a little terrifying because knowing how quickly Callie, my youngest, moves, and then putting, like, evilness. I'm not going to say that she's not ever evil. We've all had two-year-olds and three-year-olds in our lives, probably. But with the venomous of the doll had, like, the feelings, that is a little scary. Like, they can, they can get around, go between your legs, you know. But, eh, yeah, I get it. You could just beat it against the ceiling. I agree. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. It was just it's just kind of ridiculous. But every time they got bit in the neck, I was like, you can't just like put your shoulder up. I know. Just, just be like, nope. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it moved like a toddler, and I've seen toddlers like do crazy moves and lock up. So, you, you know, you, you, you got children. You know how. He ran real fast, <laughs> like a cheetah. I took my son down when he was a teenager. I know I can take this little two-pound doll down. I mean, he is powered by voodoo. <laughs> Which is another thing. We're talking about this Chicago street gangster. No, not a street gangster. He's a serial killer. All right. He looks like a Chicago street serial killer, whatever he is. He looks <laughs> no, he like looks like Tommy Wiseau from uh, the, the Room. I mean, he looks just like him. It's crazy. No, no. I've never seen that. He looked like a Chicago thug to me. And he knows voodoo all of a sudden? <laughs> No, no, he he learned voodoo. There, I mean, um, well, he went to the. Vo There's a voodoo guy that taught him voodoo. We met him, and he murdered that guy. Uh, when we saw his, I was very confused, and then he went back to this guy, and I felt a little bit better about it. Like, oh, this isn't just like a random. Oh, I need to get away. Right. Suddenly, I can do voodoo. It just seemed like strange. It was strange that you know the voodoo seemed out of place in this movie, other than it was, I guess, a means to how he would inhabit the body. I can see that. Um, there's a scene where in, uh, they go investigate his house and they see all these weird doll heads and doll pieces. And so apparently he's got him, him painted on the wall and, and then the, the voodoo priest painted on the wall as well. And 
It's like best friends forever. <laughs> What's crazy about that to me is at the beginning when he's obviously running and then the doll happens. The doll happens. Like he didn't seek out the doll. He was like crawling and was like, oh, snap, a doll. Well, this I'm work. dying. <laughs> this and then he cursed like, I'll get you because I'm dying. Did you hear me? Let me put my soul in this doll that I just found. That's another thing. Yeah, he found this doll. And then the next thing you see, this doll is nice and packaged, ready to be sold. Yep. How By a homeless happen? guy. How did that happen? This the homeless doll guy scooped have him repeatedly up. repeatedly been in evidence somewhere. I repeatedly. Don't, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I don't think it'd be in evidence. Because um, who's thinking, like, you know, it wasn't used as a it weapon. It was covered or in the blood and stuff, though. I will say that $30 for a $100 doll was a good deal. It was yeah, a good deal. It was, it was a good deal. I would buy that doll. I mean, you know, origi- it like originally it was 50 They talked him down to 30 well, the best friend and was it, trying to get it lower. Right, and Maggie. She was like, no, I'll pay my anything. my favorite thing part though is like Maggie, the best friend, is screaming at the homeless guy. It's like, how do we know it works? You're not gonna get a guarantee from a go homeless guy. <laughs> He's not gonna, you know, I back also his product. Really love that there were batteries in the box. Like this homeless guy had packaged this doll back up with batteries. I figured they were like taped inside. I didn't think they he threw them in there. Yeah, perhaps. Because, I mean, it's, it's also the easiest toy to ever open. We talked about this when we watched it. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. Like, the little kid just, like, popped it on open. And I was like, oh, well, that is not how they work now. Well, Charles Lee Ray just opened it and pulled it out. and was oh, like, Bella, yeah. Bella. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You're right. That too. Uh, yeah, no, they're, usually there's, like, they're down to the, the cardboard. You have to, like, unsnip them. They've got oh, the yeah, thing around their back. It's like, there's oh. so much tape around the top, and it's like this it's is the like kind of tape they use in like spaceships to make sure nothing comes off in outer space. Like it's intense. Right. It's 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 his. You need an exacto knife. And so you give that to the child to open the toy. It could be argued that he used his voodoo magic to open the box. Okay, so how did the kid open the box? Voodoo it was already open <laughs> because the voodoo, voodoo magic, magic opened voodoo the first magic. box, yeah, so okay. they never retaped it. So, um, d- any other issues you had with the opening scene? Because you said you had issues. Oh, so I thought I, I misspoke. Mine's all about the kid making breakfast. No, well, let's yeah. go. So let's meet Andy. Andy Barkley. Okay, he is. So, it's his, his Hold on. It's his okay. sixth birthday. He's turning six, I think. It's his, his birthday, birthday, and I think yeah, they called him six. So. so it was his sixth birthday. And he's making his mom breakfast on his birthday? He said he don't know anything at six. Well, he keeps <laughs> looking towards the present. So it's kind of like a, can you please get up? If I bring you breakfast, will that make this better for you? And then you can give me the things that I deserve. <laughs> but let's talk about breakfast again. All right. So this kid, different times, I get it. And I, I'm a whole different kind of parent. Some people are okay with that. That would have uh, that would have gave me some really bad anxiety. Like this kid poured out all their milk, all their cereal. She obviously doesn't have enough money to completely do all the things she wants to. That's food, kid. Not but you wasted. And then he gets it into her room, which that's very sweet. I'm not going to discount that. And then she's just like, let's go. And then walks down the hallway that you know this kid just poured milk down. Like he spilled the whole way down. And she just like walks through it and they go to open the peasants. So just excuse me, I'm watching this with her. And she's just freaking out about the milk on the floor. She's like, she's like, we're not opening presents until we get the milk <laughs> like, on the floor. I was like, she just stepped in it. I would have been like, okay, it, no one's getting anything until my socks are clean. First of all, me. I don't. Was even all. remember seeing milk on the floor. That never it's a whole different kind of person. I'm looking at it as like, oh, wow, this what? kid made his mom it's, a it's breakfast a, in bed. It's, it's so been a minute awesome. since you, you were a mother of small children. Yeah. She's still got some, well, she's, she's always conscious of milk on the floor. And messes stress me out anyway. So, like, like, he's walking with this, like, fluid, just liquid dropping everywhere. And then she just comes out, and they just go. And she's like, I'll eat this later, honey. And I'm like, you know you stepped in it. See, my you kids know you made, it made break their own breakfast all the time, so I guess my my life was pretty much always like that. He, <laughs> so I, I still expected him to drop it. I wonder how many takes it took, because it looked very precarious of him just kind of sloshing it around as he gets into the does, bedroom. It makes you wonder how many takes it took and how many times they had to stop and clean the milk out of the carpet, right? and then nobody ever addressed it in the actual film, because it was already so clean from crew and stuff yeah. that she's like oh it's not milky it's been clean so what i, I find I didn't see that. what i find great about this is that people died in this movie and she's like the milk yeah <laughs> no no there's a there's a couple things we'll get some other ones <laughs> um we meet uh his mother um and um karen 
She's a single mother. Her husband has died. She had the Karen haircut, too, a little bit. She did have a Karen haircut. She, <laughs> she was desperately seeing the district manager. Um, and, you know, she's a single mother, and she's, she's trying her best. She has a very large Chicago apartment. That, that we, apartment is baller. Right. Like, yet she's poor. No, Maybe I. so so we, we figured, we, we guessed that yep. it was probably life insurance or something from the husband. Yeah, because then we found, we were like, well, how does, okay, first of all, Chicago, that apartment. And then she's like, I can't get the birthday present you want. And then she's like, your dad would, like, something, somehow it got brought up that he was dead. And I was like, there was. No, wait a minute. He was killed on the job. Had she not spent the money on some crappy ass clothes for the kids. Oh, so we're, let's, let's talk about the presents. Then, then, then she could have like got the doll in the first place. So, so is it an unwritten rule like on birthdays you don't give kids clothes? It should be unless it's a teenage girl because oh, that's baby. what they well, 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 have small girls and they still want clothes. Okay. Okay. So. okay. But a little six-year-old boy does not want clothes for his birthday. Obviously, they're struggling. And she had to get him clothes. Well, she could get him clothes. I didn't but say that's that. A, but that's the thing, though, is like if you're struggling and you have enough money for either clothes or presents, you make clothes presents. Well, she had other presents for him, so she could just gave him clothes and then had presents too. Because she gave I him the, mean, the good guy doll. I just I feel like tool she should have made more of an if effort I to get ever, this good guy doll. If I ever, well, she pointed out that he, she didn't know he wanted it until like a week before, Which I, and didn't have time to save. By for the it. way, I, I call BS on because he had a matching outfit. Yeah, he, and, he, and, and watching the, the TV, TV show. show. Yeah, he's like, I, I didn't know I wanted the doll. You wanted the doll. I, you, <laughs> so, unless unless this was, you know how kids are. You know, maybe like in the last two weeks, he became, you know, good guy doll obsessive. You know, some kid at school was like, well, good guy dolls are great. Well, she knew enough to get him the matching outfit. That he wears throughout most of the shit in the movie. Let's talk about how much of this little child is a sissy boy, too. Well, that's okay. <laughs> kind of bothered me a little bit. I need some examples, please. Well, for instance, when he says tingle, that bothered me. <laughs> little boy shouldn't say tingle. I have to go pee, Mom. That sounds like a boy phrase. Well, I mind boys. If, if her husband had died years earlier, it's just him and her. So she might be like, I have to go tinkle, like talking about herself, and he had pick it, picked it up. Now, see, I was a single mom oh, with yeah. boys. Yeah, but you were also, you know, you. <laughs> you don't say tinkle. You say pee, kid. Okay, I got to take a piss. <laughs> That's right. Mom. Tinkle. Was he going to just trickle out a little bit? <laughs> Took him forever, too, but then I realized it was a snowsuit he was in, which has to be a nightmare. Also, also before the tinkle scene, although I, I'm Chicago, 1988. If you were just a small child with a doll, you could just travel on the train, and no one's going to bother you. You're going to go from one side of town to the other, and no one cares. I can't even do that as an adult. <laughs> like you know, you're going to get stopped and talked to by someone or assaulted. <laughs> yeah. Nope. And as a kid, they're like, oh, no, he's good. He's got a No one's like, we could sell this kid for drug money. There's none of that. He did not walk through a good area of town. Either. No, he did not. He went, like, under a bridge. Right. With a bunch of people living under the bridge. Right. I think I've could've, been could've, to that bridge. Could have been a troll that. there. You never know. <laughs> like, that bridge looked really familiar. It really did. I was watching the movie. It was It was at that moment. It dawned on me. Oh, that, they're even filming in Chicago. I remember that place. <laughs> um... He goes because Chucky is looking for, and I want to backtrack too because I really want to talk about Maggie in the window. Oh, we gonna talk about yeah, Maggie but in I want to well, since we're we're at this part, I like to. So Chucky has led Andy to um, the safe house of his partner, and uh, which has probably my favorite death in the movie because it makes no sense either. So Chucky speed while while Andy's tinkling, uh, like a man, like a man. He's taking a man's tinkle. And he, so, uh, Chucky Voodoo speed walks into the house. Um, his his partner kind of wakes up and is like hearing noises, and he's got his giant pistol out running around. Um, Chucky turns on the gas on the oven, which still works apparently, <laughs> and then gas fills up the house completely. And then his partner shoots the gun and explodes the house. Physics. <laughs> <laughs> Mythbusters do that one, right? I, I think I actually said that out loud. I think you did too. Mythbusters do that. <laughs> yeah. And Andy was nearby, but I guess got blown to safety. I, <laughs> I don't think he got blown. 
blown at all. I don't remember him moving. I thought he got blown back, but, but maybe there's a deleted. There, yeah, I was in my research. I found a bunch of deleted scenes that that are uh, there's steals of, but there's no video available because mm. it's lost to time kind of thing. And one of them is Andy in a in a ditch after that scene. So well, the police find him in a ditch. So maybe he got blown into the ditch. Anyway, it's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But uh, but that's my favorite desk because it's so crazy. It's just. It's real quick, but it's like they we're got, we we've got X amount of dollars. Let's blow it all and blowing up this house, <laughs> literally. Um, Did, wasn't it a brick house too? No, it's old wooden. Oh, okay, because I was like, shouldn't those have like it shot was kind of a, like it was kind of like a shanty. Shanty. It's a shanty house. Um. So should we go back to yeah? Let's go back. So. Window, so um, it's Andy's birthday, and he gets clothes and a good guy. A good guy doll tool set with a real hammer. <laughs> right, a child's toy. With a real hammer. Okay, first of all, I thought it was plastic. It looked plastic because it's tiny. It's but little. It's little. It's, it's like the hammer Andy Dufresne used in the Shawshank Redemption. It's plastic. real fun. Still, I. It's not realistic to think that that hammer is going to hit. Maggie so hard that she's going to fly ten feet towards the window and okay. fall out. Okay. So there's this kid. That's a doll. <laughs> Possessed by a voodoo Still demon. Still only weighs two pounds. Nope. Possessed that, by a serial killer. Let's get right. Uh, I'm so sorry. Serial killer. He's not a demon. He's a, a serial killer. Serial killer. Spirit. So this so is on a counter, covered in flour. Keep in mind. Try running across flour and getting some sort of traction. Let's start there. Oh, flour's more you, coarse than. I mean, if you go to not, like jump from it, it's you're not like slide. Sli- I don't know if it's slip. Uh, okay, so Mythbusters could we'll try. Let that, we'll let that one go. So this small little serial killer, d- not demon, voodoo master, and a doll jumps with this tiny, tiny hammer and hits her on the head to the point where she's bleeding. And then begins to stumble backwards, falls over a chair, there's a chair in the way, and then continues to fall into a window frame where her arms are out. Physics would stop that there. But then the whole frame just goes, nope. She and, like, she just goes through the window. She never, in, in real, realistically, let's say this tiny two-pound doll throws a hammer. A, there's nothing saying that this doll has super strength. At all. Okay. So, so I'm not really sure that that hammer would inflict enough damage for her to stumble backwards in the first place. But no. but but I, I I will say that I would I would I I'll give a couple reasons why I think it has super strength super uh, at least stronger than we think a two pound doll should have. It runs really really fast. There's there's precedence for some. He does do that. Super like a and, and he does put up a fight when he's when he's fighting everyone. He's you know in Karen's arms and stuff. He puts up a pretty big fight. He bruises her and bites her and so. So let's just say he's got a little. All of his normal strength. He's got a little punch. Karen is not trying hard enough. <laughs> I'm serious. If you watch it, I mean, it's very like she's not doing enough to get this doll off of her. She's really not. She wanted to be bitch. She needed some attention. It's been a long time since her husband had passed away, and she just really enjoyed the way it felt because she was always like, "Oh no!" And then like her neck opened up. Karen. <laughs> Karen. No. Shrug it off, baby. Shrug I will it off. say that Maggie was a crappy babysitter. Though. Okay, okay. Because that child did not take a bath. He did not brush his teeth. He, he brushed his teeth. He brushed his teeth. He brushed okay. his teeth. Yeah, All he right. did really well. He with didn't that. take a bath. He didn't get any. <laughs> I love the mother. He's like, he did really good. He stayed. He Gold stayed star, in, Andy. Like, shoot, like scrubbing. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's fine. All right. Okay, well, he okay. stayed in the same nasty clothes he's had on the whole day. You know, didn't get any clean pajamas on. I mean, I thought that was just weird. He's not my kid. <laughs> In all fairness, it didn't it didn't appear like she had kids, and she was doing a solid for her bestie. Okay, and there was chocolate cake. <laughs> like she was at the chocolate cake. Once again, another but thing I didn't notice. I was not paying attention to chocolate cake. There was chocolate cake. Yeah. There were there were details that I found <laughs> pleasant. Uh, I will also say she was my favorite person in that whole movie. She was my. Well, she's interesting. She was funny. She stepped up when she needed to. And then I felt like she actually fought the little, I keep trying to call him a demon because it's kind of demonic, but the little voodoo monster 
Just call him by his name, Chucky. Chucky, he's not a voodoo monster. I mean, kind of. Okay, so. He's got the soul of another guy in there. It felt like she tried to stop Chucky a little bit harder. Like, like she went in there ready, and Karen was always like, oh, no. Oh, my goodness. No, you're biting me again. <laughs> I still think so. So she was into it. Chucky by the feet and just started slinging him around, beating him like, on the wall. She should have had more of a fight scene. Like, I'm upset hers didn't last longer. I can, I can sh- see that. You should have let her hold her own for a little bit because she was feisty. I, she I can see that. She could have taken it. So uh, Karen does a high dive off the fourth floor, fifth floor, whatever, of the building into a, a car and dies. Uh, Karen comes back from work, and I want to talk about that in a minute, too, because her boss is a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and there's police all in her, in her house. So we re-meet the, the detective who, who uh, shot Charles Lee Ray, Detective Mike Norris. Um. Uh, Andy knows what's up. He's like, Chucky killed this woman, and no one believes him because, doll. Actually, Chuck, um, Andy says, Maggie had an accident. <laughs> well, I would call that. That's a header. That's he's just so innocent. Maggie had an accident. He also takes the de- her death pretty well. Like he's, Yeah, he like really does. He's really adjusted to it. You know she just had friend. an accident. She was around, <laughs> and he was just like, well, well. Yeah, maybe they weren't that close. She thought I turned on the TV and I didn't, so she deserved <laughs> it. She made lies about me. Chucky called her a real bitch. That was a great line that he said. Yeah. And then his mom's Why all. Why would you say that? And that was like, my mother would have slapped me in the face first <laughs> for thinking that, and then taking the doll away. I'd never see that doll again. Chucky's gone. Okay, that's what you get. Happy birthday. Um, no one believes. That uh, Chucky's killing people. They believe it might be Andy because of the shoes. They didn't really... Well, they looked at his shoes and saw that these were smaller. Right. Well, I mean, even later on when they were like, well, he went out and he was on the scene, so it must be him. All they did was lock him up. They didn't really like hype that up right. or make that more. It was just like, he did it, and then he's in this like cell room. Right, and so... And that was it. And so, uh, and then when... Uh, to catch people up, when... After afterwards, Chucky. <laughs> afterwards, the next day, she takes it. She makes him go to school. Who does? Yeah, and she, he takes the doll. Who lets their kid take a doll to school? Especially after it was like, no, that's what Chucky said. I'd be like, okay, well, Chucky needs to stay at home. Right, but well, maybe she thought it was like a coping thing. Like Chucky will help. You keep the boy home. But in fairness, she she was having a hard time with childcare and work, so it might have been like, a, we can't afford for me not to go to work. So you have to go because I have to go to work. It could be, but I think that she was very unstable from the get-go. Yeah. Well, she was obviously still <laughs> Karen, Karen was very she was, unstable. She was still dealing with some stuff. There's, okay, there's some issues. She stepped in milk and acts like nothing happened. Okay? <laughs> that's going to that's gonna color this whole movie. This is my favorite part of this podcast. The milk. <laughs> um, Chucky, uh, Andy is taken away from from Karen and sent to a, a mental uh, to general hospital to, for a psych evaluation at six. I'm not sure if that really happens or not, but <laughs> we'll see. Six is, it seems awful young to me, but I mean, again, not a doctor. <laughs> right, and I can't I can't understand if they're if they're checking him why they would not allow the mother to be there. Right. That seemed odd to me. Just it was a little weird, and maybe because they think maybe she's involved and want to keep them separated, but they didn't seem like she was a suspect. So I don't know. Um, she goes back to her house that evening, takes the doll with her, and and she sits down. She shakes the doll, is like talk, and it it does its normal. Hi, hi, ho, I'm friend of the end. Let's want to play. Want to play? And then she's like, "Oh, that's great! Oh, I'm just crazy." And she goes into the kitchen and goes to throw away the or fold up the good guy ball, uh, good guy doll box when the batteries fall out. Also, her kid is not with her. As a parent, I don't think I would have. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'd be wandering the streets or just like staring at the wall. But I wouldn't just be like shaking it on, being like. Oh, cool. I'm just going to take part of this box. Right. She's, again, like, I'm, really well adjusted. I really need to recycle this, guys. <laughs> the environment. Okay. One of my notes about her is let me find it. <laughs> this is one of my notes specifically about Karen. Don't act like a crazy bitch. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's a thing. She was crazy. She, she had some issues. So she she, she looks into the box. Uh, the, the batteries fall out of the box. 
and uh, dun dun dun. There's a lot of unnecessary zooms to things in this movie, <laughs> and this one of them is like, make sure you see that these are batteries. Yeah, like, they were big batteries. Yeah. They were small. They were so big. They're like, like D side batteries. Look at them though. Uh, so then she goes to see the doll. She opens his backup. Of course, he has no batteries, and then all hell breaks loose. I like that he lets her do it, though. Right. He's like, oh, check it out. <laughs> check, check out, out my, my nothing except my serial killer soul. Tab. Um, she he jumps out of her arms, ends up under the couch. She grabs him, and he won't talk. So no, no, she, no. He bounces under the couch. Yeah, he does bounce he, under the couch. He like she throws him, and he hits the ground. And he would have stopped moving at that point. Right. It's two pounds. Right. And then bounces strategically and lands under the couch. And then she goes to look for him. Nope. Nope. <laughs> that's when I go into a room and lock it and go, well, this is where I live now. I, I <laughs> Just leave the house. One out. of the things I like, though, is when he runs, the little noise he makes when he runs, or the noise that they made for him with the... That cracked me up. I wonder if they had like some sort of like little squeakers in their shoes or something. Maybe like you know. little tappy, tappy tap taps. And it was like, yeah. <laughs> I liked. Well, so she picks him up and tries to make him uh, talk, and so her solution is to light the fireplace to throw him in, and that's when he loses his shit. And that's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> he just curses her out, and that's when he bites her. And it's funny, like with everything else too. It's always the fire where he's like, okay. I'll please you. And then he's like, nope. No, not <laughs> Out, doing this. fire's not good. Oh, you're serious. Oh, you weren't playing. <laughs> so he escapes. She's got to go look for him. And, like, I, he he's super fast. I guess down the stairs of the elevator. I can't, I, no, I think he took the elevator. And so. If, if the doll willingly left, would you go chasing after him to find him? Just let him go. Go. Just, you know. She really misses the love of another man in whatever <laughs> format she can get it okay I, I i think i think she wants to find her so she can prove her son's not crazy i, I mean there's also that <laughs> but if he could bite her a few times along the way i'm sure she'd be okay with probably it. so um she goes uh she gets a taxi because she can't find him so the taxi's gonna help she goes to the detective the detective thinks she's crazy and she's like hey, no look it bit me and stuff and i like that that like it bit me like did you buy yourself, ma'am? Are you, what, what is happening right now? <laughs> that question, but, right? You know, like that, like that's gonna prove it. Like, no, I have this bite mark that I didn't have earlier. I don't know if you know this, but it was from the doll. So, can I have my kid back, please? <laughs> um, and then she goes. Uh, he won't help her, so she goes to the bad side of town again to look for the homeless guy. And uh, logical, yeah, I yeah, would too. Yeah, yeah. like he's, he has a shopping cart, and she does that. She pantomimes a couple of times. Right. She's like, oh, it's Karen. She uh, was looking for like the manager. The the <laughs> 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 I need, yeah, I need the homeless man in charge. I, I want to watch it again. Just that scene with, with like us just going. Can I see your manager, please? Like they have the, the braces. It's the manager with the braces. <laughs> uh, she finds him. Uh, she doesn't have a lot of money to for to answer his questions, so he tries to sexually assault her, and he uh, luckily is thwarted by the detective who decides to follow her anyway. Because he it was in the script, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not because it made sense, but because it's in the script. Um, they talk about Charles Lee Ray a little bit, and and. Uh, she takes him back. He takes her back home. Then he drives off, and uh, then he's assaulted by Chucky, who's been waiting in his car. Because he still didn't. He didn't believe her. Right. He, he just didn't. was. He was concerned. Right. He's like, us citizens going under the bridge. We don't go under the bridge, ma'am. Okay. I, I also think he's into her. Well, yeah. Look <laughs> so, at that hair. You're right. Okay. So I, I think mean, he's like. Who wouldn't be into Karen? <laughs> uh, so here's my problem with with. Um, and I'm not sure exactly how this worked. I don't. I don't recall. But he's being choked by Chucky in the back. Why doesn't he just stop the car? Just stop. He just keeps going and swirls left and right. He doesn't just put on the brakes and be like, I mean, okay. like, like deal with the situation. There's at hand. a lot of whys in this movie. <laughs> let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. Okay. Keeper of sarcoidosis. Uh, Keeper oh, of what? Was that? Was that <laughs> okay, you said okay. it correctly. Okay, good. Because I, I struggle with that word. So I do too, I all the time, and I have it. As soon as you said what. So keeper. Uh, the keeper of the things. Um, let's say you're driving. <laughs> I, 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 as I do. Yeah. Okay. So you're just driving down the road. It's dark. 
You went. You just went back to your work to find information about something that is kind of haunting you a little right. bit. Right. Gotcha. It's a lot of information taken. Yeah, gotcha. So you have this file. It's terrifying. You start driving again because you're like, oh, I know someone named Karen that could be correct about something. Her complaint to the manager was right. So that's how you're thinking. Right. And then you get attacked by a doll behind you. It's a doll. Right. I feel like I'd swerve too. Like, I'm not stopping. I'm like, what is happening? Life doesn't... Boom. And see, I would stop. Implosion. Nope. I would, I would uh, stop and try to deal with the situation. Uh, but no, no. I'm, scared to I'm stop. not really sure exactly what I would do if some ugly ass doll well, you tried see to it. attack behind me. You. Behind right, so you don't know who's ugly or not. It could but be like Barbie up behind you. Just <laughs> you also don't know it's a doll. Right. Well, but, but you have to assume if you're being attacked by a doll, it's the doll that Karen was complaining to the management about. It could be a whole, like, doll apocalypse. Like, it could be lots of dolls. Yeah, or it could be. This could be the beginning, right? Or the plastic works. (laughs) Uh, Uh, The uh, car wrecks. Uh, Chucky has a knife now that's uh, beautifully decorated. Like, uh, it's got swirlies and stuff on it. (laughs) He went to see people on the streets. (laughs) <laughs> it's a voodoo knife. So I guess I thought it was like I'm, I just want to. I'm happy birthday, Bandy. It's just really weird. He's like it's very decorative. Um, he does not kill the detective. He just lets the detective know that he cannot be killed. Um, that seems weird too, right? So like, you can't he, kill me. I'm gonna get you. He genuinely doesn't seem to care about killing most people. Why no. would he just be like, you can live. Karen's gonna need a man. <laughs> I can't keep biting her. Forever. Someone's got to clean up the milk. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Chucky, though, in that in that struggle, gets wounded, and he starts to bleed, and he's like, "Well, that's not good." And so he goes back to the voodoo man who who taught answers a lot of questions. Who, who yeah. teaches you know who taught him how to do this, which I guess is standard voodoo practice. I, I don't practice voodoo. We're we're a different kind of cult. <laughs> yeah. We respect all religions, but we're you know we're we're not. That's not our specific angle. We acknowledge that it's there. Right. I don't know if I would ever want to put myself in an inanimate object. No, but <laughs> I would rather do it with, um, if I did that, it would be splitting my soul so I could live longer and then eventually get the Elder Wand and um, the Invisibility Cloak and the Sorcerer's Stone and live forever. I was just thinking if I were to put my soul in an object, it might be a blow-up doll. <laughs> I don't know. They, they could pop and... It'd be like I'm living Not forever. If you can't kill me. Well, no, they could. We went different ways with that. Yeah. We went many different ways. I mean, I was like, well, now you're useless because you know you're all deflated, bad immortal. You just yeah. need to be blown up again. It's fine. Just, yeah, just blow me, Scotty. Bunch just of, blow me. Bunch of bunch of patches and just I don't know. A bunch of patches. <laughs> be like, was there something under that? Be like, well, just look at the shape of it. Okay, we've had to patch it a few times. It's fine. <laughs> you know something? It hurt. It hurt like a son of a bitch. It even bled. Why is that, John? You're turning human. What? The more time you spend in that body, the more human you become. You mean I have to live out the rest of my life in this body? No fucking way! You got me into this, you get me out. I can't do that, Chucky. Why not? Because you're an abomination. An outrage against nature! You perverted everything I've taught you and used it for evil, and you have to be stopped! The voodoo guy is not happy that Chucky's around. He's calling Chucky an abomination, which I would say he is. Um, That's true. Yeah, you know, He's like, you should not have done this. Yeah, the, yeah, I don't know why I taught you this, but this is not what I meant it for. Yeah. He almost looked like he didn't really believe it could happen. Right. So he was like, oh, you did it? <laughs> did you he were for real? Not look like Tony Todd to He you did. He it. kind of favored Tony Todd, I yeah. Thought it, I had to look up the um, credits to see if it was him or not at first. Because he kind of... Uh, who is you Tony don't know. Todd? You don't know. Uh, okay. We'll do a Tony Todd film and let yeah. you... Okay, cool, cool, We'll, cool, we'll do a cool. Tony Todd film cool, in this podcast cool. somewhere in the room. Because he just looked like another but, actor did I didn't know. Man. Yeah, we'll do Candyman. Or I like to do the... The remake of Night of the Living Dead, too. He's in. He's really good in that. I've never seen that. Oh, really? We might do that one. Um, All right. So, you know, there's he's a not new Candyman coming right. out. Yep. Jordan Peele's doing it. All right. Um, uh, Chucky has uh, the, the voodoo guy's like, All right, first of all, you're becoming more human the longer you stay in the doll. The only way to get out of this is, you know, you have to, you know, reveal, you know, 
you know, just transfer your soul into the first person you revealed yourself to, which happens to be a six-year-old boy. So he's going to be like, I'm going to be six again. It's going to be great. And then Voodoo Guy's like, yeah, no, that's not a great idea. <laughs> that's kind of a bad idea. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, Chucky had time to build a voodoo doll of that guy and starts doing all kinds of voodoo stuff to him. Like, Yeah, when did he have time to do this? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was curious about that, too. It was like, it felt like I looked up and suddenly he was hurting the other guy without touching him. And Scotty was like, no, he, he has he's doing it through voodoo, through the doll. When... When did did the guy just have a voodoo doll of himself well, hanging around? And Chucky was like, "Oh, hey, I'm just gonna borrow this real quick." Is that cool? <laughs> yeah, I won't use cool? this. I can tell you, it looks like you. If you are a smart voodoo practitioner, you do not have a voodoo doll of yourself just hanging around for somebody one to get. Would well, think so. Well, maybe you need one for good luck stuff. No, 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 no. Like if you feel lonely, <laughs> but you want it to feel like a third party. For good luck, <laughs> for good luck, you get your grigri bag. You don't do the voodoo dolls. Um, he breaks his leg. Stabs him in the shoulder, his arms. He messes, he messes him up and then kills him. But um, during this time, uh, Karen and Mike uh, have visited Charles Lee Ray's house, and you know it's like seeing all that crazy doll stuff and the the the, the best friend forever mural on the wall of him and the voodoo guy. Which that friendship, I guess, ended after the yeah. <laughs> breakups are tough, man. And so yeah, they are. So especially when it involves arms and legs. <laughs> broken. I'll snap. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but they get to the voodoo guy just in time to hear, you know, you gotta save the boy. He's gonna voodoo yeah. the boy. So they could go off to the hospital to go find the boy that Chucky's already on the way. To. Did he not stab him straight in the heart? Yeah, but maybe take a minute. Like, dude doesn't have arms or legs that are functioning and got stabbed straight in the heart. And these people show up and he's just like, I have time for one more word <laughs> of advice for you. Like, <laughs> you look like you're in trouble. And then died. Thank you. It was in the script. Okay. That's, that's always the best answer. Um, Andy is in a cell. <laughs> the best yes. way to, he's like in a cell. Like, we need to care for him. And no, he's in a cell. He's in a cell. Like in a, a cell one that dolls can get in, but he cannot get out. Right, They're like, the same size, but it makes sense. Uh, Chucky's trying to get him. Um, he escapes. Uh, Chucky chases him down. Uh, Andy finds him a scalpel in a room, and then the psychiatrist comes in and is like, that's a bad idea, and takes the scalpel away and is trying to calm him down with some drugs. No, no, no. He's just trying to get him to go back to bed. Like, he's a little kid. He's like, okay, you're running amok. <laughs> like, bedtime. Don't you wish you just had a shot for your children? I don't think I could do it. Shots me. <laughs> I could. I could totally do it. Uh, the, I would have to like just punch him one hard time. Then Chucky appears and uh, knocks him down and then s- sticks an electroshock treatment helmet on him and then just fries his brain. Yeah, yeah. That did happen. I was, like, <laughs> I was trying to figure out. I was like, nope, that, that happened. You know that dude was like, oh, I'm sorry. That's That was his last thought. The boy was right. <laughs> <laughs> so kills him. Um and then I guess I'm, I'm, oh yeah, they they find they uh, Karen and um, the detective find him and they go back home, right? Hang on, let me think. I had been drinking that evening. <laughs> See, I can't. It's all fuzzy. Okay, so, it's only okay, been a couple okay. days, but so he was in the hospital with his doll, mm-hmm. and, and they they said to find the boy. I think did they not? No, they didn't. No, no, no. He, no, no, no. He left. He went home. Yeah, yeah, I know. He, he ran home. That's home. what I was. Yeah, he ran home. But because they, they didn't were like, go straight home, did they? Because no, they went to the hospital. Right, right, right. Okay, and okay. and then they were like, that's what it was. He went straight home because she said, whenever he's in trouble, he knows to go straight home. That's right. Because there's a key under the mat. He's like, he has a key. Because you were like, he was in a psych he hospital. Like, why would he have a key? And she's right. like, it's under the mat. I'm like, yeah. thank you, Karen. Right. And then the doll was on the elevator with the cute old couple. That right, right. That random little snippet of. Oh, look, a doll. He's ugly. The doll was like, what? I'm pretty sure he said F you. There, yeah, the end of my notes has a lot of F words in it. <laughs> of course it from does. From you or from the movie? A little of both. Okay, cool. cool, cool, cool. There's some quotes and then there's some of my questioning that I was using strong language for. Okay, so you felt strongly about the end of the film. Would you like to uh, talk about it? Get your feelings out. This is a safe place. <laughs> It is a cantina and a cult. Well, it's kind of like the same thing. I mean, there's some things I thought funny. Um, Some quotes that I can't repeat on this particular episode here. Um, But it goes back to the end. It's like, 
It's a doll. He's got no teeth. How is he biting you? It's a doll. The doll He's got teeth. <laughs> the doll didn't come equipped with teeth. But he was growing teeth because the more he stays in the doll, okay, the more he, human he gets. He does have point. He's becoming human. Yeah, so he, he had teeth. He had teeth. I'll let that one go. Okay, but what about the beginning of the movie he when he was first turned? He really shouldn't have had teeth then, and all that is just cra- crazy, crazy. I don't know. I think they have teeth. They I have to look, go back and look and look at the, the picture of the doll. I but I think that dolls are all plastic. Yeah, but it's like just a straight line that's painted. Well, his, his, I did say his mouth didn't move. Right, it didn't move well. He has because I I watched him like right, but it's not teeth. It's like a straight line of plastic that's painted like teeth. Okay, but he does have a um. He does have a. A metal head. That's true. I Why know does he have a metal head? Because he's animatronic. He talks. Oh, yeah. So he's a little frame. bit heavier than two pounds. So let's go back. Five pounds, guys. Everything you've heard so far. Five pounds. Yeah. It's probably a five pound. We're going to up the poundage. Everything we've said so far, just put five pounds in your brain right now. All right. Because we, yeah. we forgot about the metal skeleton of the we'll doll. We'll let that go. It's okay. That and the biting. All right. Uh, I just... Chucky. I just think it's funny because toward the end, Andy finally got, grew some balls. He's six. I will, okay, I will say. <laughs> said he wants to mean to be a man. He said tinkle. He did say tinkle, but he said tinkle in the middle of this. Think of being. He psyched. also called Maggie a bitch. He took <laughs> the bus. He went out into the city by himself, like left school, left his mom and her wishes. This and is true. He was very like he brought her breakfast. Like he caters to his mom, and this doll was like, "Hey, kid." We're going to go to a fun place. And he was like, cool, doll. Let's go. <laughs> because and the doll told Chucky said. But he did do it. And Daddy like, sent me from heaven to help you out. I do feel like that's uh, that took some courage. I think that Karen is crazy and made her son a little crazy. Well, he did see a house blow up and then just still went about his business. Wasn't upset about Maggie no. at all. <laughs> no. Or really about the dead psychiatrist or, <laughs> or anything else. He was like, oh, okay. He's like, I told you. I told you that um, was a doll. He did, uh, he did uh, throw Chucky in the fire. Yes. My favorite quote in the whole movie. Andy, no, please. We're friends to the end. Remember? This is the end, friend. <laughs> Friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we're gonna be friends at the end, right? No, this is the end, friend. You know, it sets him on fire. He's a little badass. And then Chucky breaks out, and he's all burning up, and nothing else sets on fire in the house. By the way, he leaves fiery footprints, but they just, you know, right. snuff out, which is weird. Everyone thinks everything was flammable then. <laughs> like you know, it was right. Um, everyone thinks everything's over, but Chucky's still alive. Uh, Karen is also the best shot with a pistol. She shoots Chucky's arms off, his head off, shoots him in the chest a few times. She does not miss. Mom's been to the gun range. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bizarre, but yeah, mom was a good, she was a good shot. Her husband could have been a police officer. I've got some, I got some theories and notes okay, about that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, as we get to the, the when we finish this up. Uh, it ends with um, Mike's partner showing up. Is like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, the boy was right. The doll was like, and he's like, doll, really? And then what's left of Chucky strangles him from the vent. After he was like, don't touch any pieces. Like, he knows that. Right. He just suddenly is aware of how voodoo works. Right. He's like, don't touch the pieces. And uh, luckily, um, Mike shoots Chucky in the chest and kills him. So Mike kills Charles Lee Ray twice in this movie. <laughs> and, then the, and then the movie ends with like a freeze frame on, on Andy for some reason. I hate movies. You know, I hate movies that do unnecessary freeze frames. So it's just like. Weird. So uh, that was um, a rough go through of Child's Play, which was not scary at all. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I, I, I feel like the freeze frame at the end was the scariest because <laughs> it did. It almost like correct me if I'm wrong. That freeze frame was on. Like we just, I know we just talking about it, but it, it was on Andy. Correct? Yeah, Andy's. He's and like he looking back at Chucky. Almost evil. Right. He's like, you know, it needed so it the Omen music you behind like, it. Like it happened, and you were like, well, wait a minute. Like the sixth sense, all of a sudden, I need to watch the whole movie again. Andy did it the whole time and pretended like it was a doll. It really was Andy. He really didn't. Have you seen the sequels? No, I hadn't seen. No, it was really Chucky that did all that. So I want to, I want to, I want to, you know, step back and talk a minute about the voodoo in this film. Yes, please. Uh, you had a note that uh, that cracked me up. About uh, the voodoo. I mean, the very beginning, where it says, "Where would a common criminal, um, where, where did they bleep, 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 learn Latin?" 
Right. Okay. So ready. <laughs> First of all, not Latin. That's. <laughs> well, it sounded like Latin. It's a. Uh, it's a uh, uh, French Creole. That's what most people believe it's to be. Um, I'm going to play the chant now. Give me the power I beg of you. And I have it in English. <laughs> so in English, it was to the Almighty Dumbala. Give me the power I beg of you to the mercy of my soul, to the point of my death. Hear me out from my condemned voice. To a lot Dumbala, give me the power I beg of you. So I looked Dumbala. up. D- I looked up Dumbala. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Dumbala is believed to be the Sky Father and the primordial creator of all life in Voodoo. His he he rules the mind, intellect, and cosmic uh, equilibrium. White rum is uh, sacred to him. Dumbala is uh, as the serpent spirit and the great master. Created the cosmos by using 7,000 coils to form the stars and planets in the heavens and shape the hills and valleys on earth. By shedding the serpent's skin, Dumbala created all the waters on the earth. There you go. That's him. Well, he's, uh, he's pretty powerful. powerful. <laughs> There's a lot of different gods. Yeah. Right. Also, yeah. none of that is about like turning a dude into a doll. <laughs> Apparently, if he has the power for all that, clearly he could do something as simple as putting your soul in a plastic doll with a metal head. Okay. It's like, can you do me a solid? I got you, boo. I'm been shot. Can you put me in this? I want to do this thing. (laughs) Hey, Dumbala, you got a minute? (laughs) Why didn't he just ask for Dumbala to heal him? (laughs) Because we wouldn't get a movie. Yeah, we addressed that too. That's true. The dude was desperate, and he obviously had a thing for dolls. Maybe that's like a fourth-level spell. <laughs> Maybe. Third Maybe. spell of spells is transferring your soul into a body. The fourth-level you know, spell. I mean, if this was D&D. And so, you have a point. Yeah. So, you know, maybe he needed to level up, and he got shot before he could level up. All right, so I want to uh, move to a section of the show that I want to call the Apocrypha. Now, this will not be in every episode, because I can't find... I probably, you know, if I can find Apocrypha for other... Um, uh, movies I will but right now here's the Apocrypha and so for Apoc- for those who don't know what Apocrypha is it's alternate versions <laughs> so you want to guess what other titles for this movie was oh, oh, you go first <laughs> I'll go um, Chucky's Bad Day <laughs> that's a good one but no okay hang on wait wait I'm not ready I'm not ready I've got another one hurry okay. no go ahead go ahead do yours again Andy's birthday surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, so oh, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Next time, yours are actually will, better than what they were. <laughs> Next time, I will prepare for this ahead of time. I can't think on the spot. I have to come back. <laughs> okay, so the other titles for this movie, the the first one was "Batteries Not Included." That was a movie, right? That's why they changed the title because the movie was being made at the same time. They're like, we can't use the same title. Right. So the movies, both movies, came out about the same time. The other one's "Blood Buddies." I don't like that one. I'm glad they didn't use that. So here here are... The original plot idea was to have a lifelike good guy doll that had blood and latex skin. If the, kin, if the kids tore the latex skin, they could go out and buy official good guy bandages. In a blood brother pack, Andy cuts his own hand and mixes his blood with Chucky, thus causing him to come alive and become human. No, I don't buy that. That's 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 That was the... Okay, but did you buy the whole just random serial killer that can do voodoo? I can buy voodoo... More than I can some random weird fake blood mixing with Andy's blood making some live toy. This ain't Pinocchio. So in the first draft, of the, <laughs> when the, in the first draft of the script, uh, when, when it was completed back in '85, and referenced Chucky as Buddy, who is what he's called in the new one. Uh, uh, they're Buddy dolls in the new one. Uh, he came to life after mixing blood with Andy and uh, killed those against Andy. For example, the babysitter and his teacher. Manifesting Andy's loneliness and isolation from an overworked mother and absent father, 
in addition to becoming more psychologically more psychologically driven horror film, Buddy also only came alive at night when Andy was asleep. So it's like an extension of Andy, right? Oh, that see that see now that sounds that sounds kind of cool. They'd have to come that up with another good. way for it to happen. But uh, Maggie was supposed to be electrocuted in the bathtub instead of thrown from the window. Okay, that would have been better. Uh, that was later used in Bride of Chucky, one of the sequels. Uh, there was also a theory that uh, Andy's dad was was a victim of Charles Lee Ray, which would have been cool. I think you know, if you, I killed your dad. But well, that's kind of well. There cool. was no it, if he could have controlled some like if he could have controlled getting to Andy, the doll could have like Chucky. Right. That would have made more sense. But because it was just a happen chance, like oh, there's a peddler. You need this doll. Yeah. The, yeah they would have had to redo that part. Right. There's a lot of there's a lot of things in this film that happened just because of convenience. Right. Like everything. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you needed that doll? Hey, well, there it what? is. Right. Just one. Oh, just you need one. voodoo. It's here. And so it's, it's you know. It's it's crazy a movie like this, like because it is a cult movie, after watching it, and it really is not that impressive of, an, of a movie, in, you know, in reality. I agree. But let's look. I mean, still to this day, you have people dressing up as Chucky for Halloween. Right. I mean, grown adults doing sexy Chucky or scary Chucky or whatever. You still see Chucky. I have a friend whose nickname is Chucky. So it's kind of crazy that after so many years, Mm -hmm. it's still relevant. I agree. Well, they're doing really well to like, like that one obviously was terrible. But it has grown as well. Like the actual story has gotten deeper and and grown as well. I'll talk about this in a minute, but... um, uh, so I've got some bar trivia for us too. All right. Some cantina trivia. So uh, one of the inspirations for the Good Guy dolls was an interactive doll called Corky. Corky. There were there were two dolls, Corky and Cricket, back in the eighties. Uh, there was also another doll called My Buddy. That's I remember My Buddy. Yeah, the Corky and Cricket both talked. My Buddy did. My Buddy looks more like Chucky, but Corky and Cricket talked. They had a, uh, the Corky's voice was a uh, uh, voice by voice actor uh, Eden Gross. And they used him for Chucky's normal voice, the but the the doll's normal voice. So. Okay. Uh, Kevin Yeager, who designed the Chucky doll, married Catherine Hicks, who played Karen shortly after meeting in this movie. Oh, They're still married right. today. They have a daughter. The biting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, movie has six sequels. It has Child's Play two and three, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, and Cult of Chucky, and a, a remake on the way, which is coming out soon. Um. The the first three really try to do with that horror trilogy. The second two films really look at them in a campy way. They kind of make fun of themselves. Curse of Chucky and Cult of, Cult of Chucky try to turn it back around and turn it back into horror films. Uh, Curse and Cult are uh, on Netflix. They're fun to watch. I recommend them. Um, they're they're fun. Um, especially if you've seen Bride and Seed. Bride and Seed are hilarious. Uh, like Seed, like Bride introduces a Charles Lee Ray's girlfriend Tiffany. And she brings a doll back, and then she transfers herself into a doll, and then in the end of it, they you know they bang. At the end of it, they have a baby, and the baby is a. <laughs> How does baby grow inside a plastic? You know, voodoo magic. Voodoo. <laughs> um, so paying the tab on this film. Movie was released November eleventh, nineteen eighty. Uh, where do you think it landed in the top ten movies that weekend? In the top ten movies. Yeah, November eleventh. So that's Thanksgiving time. I would say holiday season. That it landed in, in third three. Third place. What do you think? Well, I'm gonna go with fourth. First place. Oh. Really? Yeah. It's. I was thinking like it's November. It's right before Christmas. Uh, so it had to have been the, a good time. I, for, like, I don't remember what came out. out during that time. I've got, um, so it the, it opened its it it, uh, it won its weekend. The following weekend it moved to second second place because it was uh, beat out by the land before time. And so. But uh, and then you look and you look and see how many like you know, Land Before Time, Oliver Company, all those Disney cartoons. It was Christmas time, so all those movies came. uh, Ernest Saves Christmas came out. That's that. So all all of those. So it hit right before. Yeah, right. It really hit right before. It was like the it missed Halloween, got right in that soft sweet spot. Total gross was thirty three point three million domestic, made another ten million worldwide. uh, worldwide. How much did it cost to make it? Uh, not 33 million. I did not have that number, but I will do better next time. 
Uh, it uh, won the weekend, had a total of 1,377 theaters. Uh, it finished 34th total in 1988. Huh. The top movies of 88 were Rain Man, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Coming to America, Big and Twins. Was nominated for four Saturn Awards and won one for, uh, for Best Actress for Catherine Hicks. Oh, God. She won, an, uh, she won a Saturn Award for that. For being Karen? For being Karen. Karen. Maggie got nothing, obviously. <laughs> Sorry. She deserves so much more. She does, I think. I loved her. She was my favorite. Um, uh, two questions before we go, <laughs> um, before we wrap up to, to today and we close the sermon. No, don't, don't forget the drinks. drinks. Oh yeah, well three more things. So we'll do the let's do the drink now. Let's do yeah. the drink now. All right. So for this film, I have two drinks. Um, the first one is called Chucky's Voodoo Juice. Ooh, that's nice. I know. So for um, and w- will you be posting this? Yes. Uh, okay. So the recipe will be posted, but it's pretty simple. So it's one and a half ounces of blood orange juice. Yeah. Because blood. Two ounces of white rum, uh, because voodoo, and a half ounce of lime juice, and a half ounce of cinnamon simple syrup. So you just shake that and garnish it with a blood orange slice or a twist or whatever you want to serve. That actually with sounds it. delicious. Yeah, and I wanted I specific uh, specifically chose drinks with cinnamon because of Chucky's ugly-ass red hair. (laughs) Well Very nice. Bravo, bravo. So our second drink I called Chucky on Fire. (laughs) And it's simply your um, woodchuck cider with a shot of fireball garnished with a cinnamon stick candy. Nice, nice. That sounds delicious. It's also... I love cinnamon. Both, I do too. Both of these recipes will be posted on the website, so you can make those the next time you watch Child's Play or any other Child's Play or Chucky film. Screw, Mary, kill. No, I love these. Oh, oh God. Okay. Chucky slash Charles Lee Ray. I'll let you have the choice on that. Karen or Mike. Why can't we get Maggie? Because no one likes Maggie except Wait, us. Mike's the cop, right? Mike's the cop. Um. <laughs> okay. I would. I, don't know. I I wish I had cameras on here. I love Justina's distressed <laughs> face. I, it's I easy for me. Maggie in my life. I would. I would screw Charles Lee Ray. Oh jeez. Marry Mike and kill Karen. Justina. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna go with Karen, but in my heart, it's Maggie. Okay. <laughs> so Chucky's got to die. <laughs> Chucky's gone. Sorry, buddy. You're gone. You're a crazy psychopath. I would marry the detective because he seems like he'd be a, like a I would be stable. He's a safe marry guy. And then I would screw Maggie, or you can call her Karen. That's fine. I call her Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I should uh, I bring that chocolate cake. That was all I'm saying. I would uh, I would screw screw Charles Lee Ray because of that hair. Uh, right. Right. I would also kill Karen because Karen. <laughs> <laughs> she just, you and I are I took, the same wave. And then I, I would marry. I, I would just marry Mike because you know. He's probably got. He's hey, got probably good. Be, yeah, being a cop, he's got probably good benefits. Hey, there you go. <laughs> and so sometimes you need to be good benefits. That's awesome. You and I don't always like. <laughs> no, we don't really line up like that. Karen's so. got to go in my book. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, before we close the books on Child's Play, would you recommend this film? I okay. So <laughs> to who? <laughs> I will say anybody. I knew of Chucky. And I, I want to say that I've seen the one, like, I, I knew that he had a bride in one of them. So right. I've seen enough pieces to understand who Chucky was. Right. It was interesting to actually watch, like, where he started. So I do think, especially with it coming back out, that it, this is where it started. It's always good to know where things come from. So I would say yes. And it's not scary. So, like, people that don't like scary films, like, you'll just be pissed off about milk the whole time. It's fine. <laughs> I would say... Um, that this would be a fun movie to watch during the Halloween season where you're doing your horror movie marathons and a lot of them are cheesy anyway. Um, Just have a couple of those Chucky drinks first and giggle all the way through it. Uh, I I will also recommend it. I I think the same way. I think it's fun uh, during the Halloween season. I personally like uh, Child's Play 2, which we may do later on in the run of this. I think it's a better film. They had a little bit more money, and it's and it's 
to me, it's a little bit more ridiculous. And a, and a fan base, right? Like, and a fan like, base. Oh, people like it, right? Right. Yeah, because it did. Yeah. It did. I mean, it did really well. Like yeah. I said, it made a lot of money, and so especially for '88, it made a lot of money and won this weekend. So, uh, I, I recommend it as well. Um, so uh, for those out there who's been listening, if there's things that you want to scream at us or that we've missed, or you can make your comments in the, on the Facebook page below below this post. We'd love to hear from you. We may read some of your comments in next week's episode when we kind of recap what we missed and tell you about what we're going to watch next week and talk about some other movie stuff. Absolutely. So, so next week's episode is kind of our it's our kind of our mid break episode where we just kind of catch up and talk, and then uh, following that we'll tell you what the next movie is. So this is Scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye. Bye, cultist. Bye, cultist. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.